What's up, weebs? Welcome back to another episode of Weecast, and this today's a special episode, and we'll get in that to a limit for right now. I need to tell you about today's sponsor, and that is Clark's, because today's episode is brought to you by Clark's. And Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that remained at the heart of what Clark's does. And from the very beginning, Clark's has always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are what set Clark's apart. So we're teaming up, us Weaves and Clark's and Podgo to bring you 30% off on select items, including on the iconic Clark's Desert Boot by going to podgo.co forward slash Clark's. And that's podgo.co forward slash Clark's. Now, get ready for the episode and get ready for that classic. Hey, yo. All right. See you guys. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another anime and manga show for all your weeb needs. And your host is back once again, Cedo, aka Chris, aka Maury, aka the independent variable, aka has got a little bit of Taco Bell with him uh, as a little snack as he gets home from work. And I hope you guys are having a lovely morning, afternoon evening or wherever you may be listening to the show right now i'm glad to have you back on the show because and it's been a while so if you don't 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 jolt don't scare don't jump out your seats because you're going to hear another voice and a voice that's you know if i do so say myself as silky smooth as it may be you're going to hear a better voice today because i have a guest i know it's been it's been you know what i think it might have been over a month maybe a few months since I've had a guest on the show. So if I'm a little excited, that's why. Um, and I have the one, the one and only, David Jeff. You know what? I almost fucked that up. As you can already <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let David introduce himself. Um, David, thank you for coming along. I'm, I'm, I'm actually surprised oh? that somebody would even want to come on this show. But. Hey man, you you do you you make a great show. I, I enjoy it. I think I think you do. I think you do good work. I think I think you do the Lord Anime's work. Um, um, mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me, C Dub. I really appreciate it. Hey, I, just thanks for coming on, David. I I can tell we were kindred spirits mm. um, because behind the scene, a little uh, behind the before recording, uh, you talked a little bit about Yu Yu Hakusho, mm-hmm. and I knew that we were going to connect on a, on a deeper level here. Um, so I just wanted to straight up ask, was Yu Hakusho one of your earliest animes? Uh, the, er, the, I have two. I have two that like really stand out in my mind. One was uh, The Vision of Escaflone. Um, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a callback. If I ever it, is, it, is, it is a pull. It really yeah. is. That's a um, deep cut. I remember my sister's boyfriend bought like brought over the entire VHS box set. Um and I was sick, so I had a fever dream like the entire time that I'm watching it. <laughs> so not only do I have like this ultimate exposure of what anime could be besides like the few episodes of Sailor Moon or Dragon Ball Z that I might have yeah. seen. This was like an actual story that I was able to latch onto and then I'm hallucinating out of my mind cuz I have a fever of 102 or some nonsense. Um <laughs> But 
yeah, I was just like, you've got you've got dragons, you've got mechs, you've got magical girls. Like, what else do you need in a show? It, it really does have a, a unique combination mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for something for for a person who's just getting into anime. And as and like you said, it is more plot driven than some of the other anime that was probably coming out <laughs> around that time. Anyway, yeah. so but I think for an entry level anime, that's. Hey, that's a little highbrow, David. I'm just, you know, I'm kind of judging that's, that's a little bit. Totally <laughs> valid. I think it set a standard, though. Um, it it does quality. Set a I was gonna say because now I'm afraid because I always like to ask mm-hmm. my guests that because I try to gauge like how old they are. Obviously, this is a little weird with the female guests, um, but you know, when I ask them, you know, what was it one of their first anime experiences? I can usually I try to gauge like how old they are. Mm-hmm. People's like, oh, are they around my age? Older? Younger? Mm-hmm. But my first, I guess my first anime experience was, I think Saint Seiya might have been, I think, and it was a few episodes, I think it might have been the Poseidon arc, so, um, so it wasn't even like, it was like truly in medias res, uh, with, with that one, and then, but I guess I would count either that one or Detective Conan, one of the two. Okay. Um, only because the, or I guess it was, when it was on... Tsunami might have been what case closed. I think it's the oh yeah uh, the dubbing they use for it. yeah. So I I think I've seen more full episodes of Case Closed as a kid more than I saw Saint Seiya. But one's you know one's kind of like the Dragon Ball Z predecessor, and the other is just like a mystery Sherlock uh, in a cute moy little kid. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> little smug jerk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the thing is. People who don't know me, it's actually my still my favorite probably, uh, I guess, manga anime. If it's my number one spot, okay. I, I think. Um, so I do give it a little too much leeway. I give it. I make a lot of excuses for it. So you know, and prepare for that. And if you go back to Escaflone, it it mm-hmm. it doesn't have a lot of problematic tones, right? Like you know, you, you go yeah. back to some of those yeah. older shows, but it doesn't it doesn't age well just in general. Um, every now and again, I think about. At the end of the series, uh, the main character, she's back on her home planet. It turns out it was all a dream or some nonsense or, you know, big spoilers. And um, she is reliving the stuff that happened in episode one slightly. And then she goes, he's going to start counting. And he goes, see, it goes one, two, three. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the last <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, it's one of the instances that I think the movie, because uh, it got like uh, it got the movie treatment where they tried to combine. I heard all the heard episodes that, together. Yeah. They they did a good job in like giving you the tones, but also making it a little <laughs> bit better. Just just a little bit. Not not great. <laughs> not great, but eh. kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Blue Gender, an anime I watched. Oh my gosh! Like last year for the first time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I was, I'm a bit, you know, because I was trying to watch, because I was, I was rewatching Trigon, you know, the Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, classic. And, I, and yeah, classics. And I was like, man, all oh, this blue gender, this was in the same era. Mm-hmm. Why have I never heard of this? Um, like it's on. It became quickly one of my favorite sci-fi animes of all uh, ever. Mm-hmm. It, it has like tones of like, it, I literally. I could see where Attack on Titan got some of its themes. Like, I think it's that, it was that good. Mm. Um, so, oh, look, you know, a little, another deep cut for your, for your weaves out there. Check out Blue Gen. Check out <laughs> Escafone as well, because if you haven't seen that, um, and you're a mecha type of guy or gal, um, 
I think you're gonna find you're gonna find gems within that mm-hmm. uh, within that show. Um, same thing with I. I think I just a uh, week ago, whatever I did, uh, SSS dot Gridman. Um, so I'm on a little mecha binge, so I might have to rewatch Escalade now to think about it. I'm actually um, just starting the OG Mobile Suit Gundam. It's on Crunchyroll now, and yes, yes, yes. I'm glad you brought that up. I um, it's it's different. From what I was expecting, because it's it's mm-hmm. it came up what seventy eight or so. Yeah, sunrise seventy eight, seventy seven. Yeah. Um, and so you think that you're gonna get that kind of like over the top animated characters that just don't seem true to life, and then I'm sitting here like, oh oh shit, I've got I've got like problems with these characters, and like the, these characters are <laughs> developing and growing, and oh, it's just not fair to me. I was expecting like an easy time of watching some crap anime that someone else just rebranded it. No, it's it's so good. It's got development. It's got complex characters. Uh, there's a little cartooniness with, like, the villain, Char. The, yeah. I, I like about I like that little cartooniness about him. Uh, at least he isn't 100% like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, he would have been a little bit a little bit of thorn in my side, but I'm, I'm glad you're digging it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you're digging it because I'm glad they added the Crunchyroll because I think people needed to Need need to watch that show, um, and just kind of see where some of the modern tropes um, in today's shows uh, pretty much get it from. At least one of the shows mm-hmm. where they kind of get it from, um, especially the plot driven um, shows. Um, but yeah, that that it's it's like I think the animation. I think I've, I've said it before on Twitter. The animation may turn people off. Um, I I don't know if it's on Blu-ray. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure that has to be, it has to be on Blu-ray at somewhere. Somewhere out there, yeah, yeah. So maybe it looks a little bit better on that. But um, I, I would say I would implore, and I think you would probably say the same thing, David. But like, I, give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Maybe give it four or five episodes. Maybe less. To be honest, it got me in like episode three, four. To be honest, but uh, um, I every, every show that I watch, I always give it like a three episode uh, rule. Like if it doesn't grab me by episode three then it's huh. probably not i might give it four um because it's like ah, it's not right on the hook like i might might jo- enjoy it <laughs> uh, it's what i had to do for wandavision uh but uh oh yeah 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 that yeah uh like, I was, go ahead oh, i'm sorry go, ahead, you know, go, 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 go for it man go for it i was just gonna say wandavision mm-hmm. it's i i'm st- so uh, look guys you're on webcast there's gonna be spoilers you just <laughs> you've been here for what almost we're gonna be hitting 60 episodes in the next month or not. So you know how I do it here, but I won't talk about too much about WandaVision spoilers. Cause I know the fandom, the MCU fandom are ra- ravenous, probably more so, you know, weebs, David, yeah. I think we get a bad rap oh, yeah. on, you know, spoiling it. That I think there's a lot of worse fandoms out there that do that more than us, you know? I, but <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Cause like, <laughs> if you go, if you go to, to Marvel's Facebook page right now, you will yes. see spoilers for the last episode, and it barely aired three or four days ago now. Like, that's just not that's fair. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because like, I, I, I'm waiting on watching episode nine. I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen maybe a few images, stills of it. But I was like, and I was just on Twitter. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really follow a lot of, you know, Marvel fans on Twitter. So 
it's seeping into my world, mm-hmm. right? It's seeping into my anime world. So I was like, oh, let me take a, let me chill out. Yeah. Let me be careful. Yeah. No. And like, uh, Mandalorian, that one also was spoiled Ooh. the morning of. Yes. It was like, oh. Yeah. Call me hook, line, and sing. Yeah. I was so mad. I was so mad, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> but speaking of, before I get into another show, I do want to ask. Mm-hmm. Because you're a comic book man. Right? I am. You're, you're, I am. I have my your culture. I have my own podcast about it and everything. You do. You uh, can you tell the people about that real fast? Happily. So uh, I've got I've got a couple podcasts. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show those out on your show right now. Um, the comic book one is called Comic Trades Monthly, and it's me and my friend Dane, and we every month we sit down with a book, uh, a volume, and we go over it, and we just say like, here is some really great aspects of this story. Um, here's the the development of a character. Here's some great writing. Here's some great art, and here's the moral of the story that we as individuals drew from it. And we talk about it for like an hour at least. Um, and it's not just Love it's that. not just like Spider Man's the coolest. We you know he's so <laughs> he's so rad. Um, I, my wife hates that voice. Like it's just the worst. So I do it whatever I can. No, I love that. I love that. I lo- I love like it sounds like like a Simpsons comic show. Yeah, you know, comic book owner. I love yeah. it. Um, so like we'll talk about Spider Man, but we'll talk about like the implications of the weight that he's putting on himself and how most characters in any media needs a freaking therapist at least like once a week oh for a God. while at least once a week <laughs> at least they should be getting deep discounts or rebates because they're going to be there for <laughs> yeah for the rest of yeah, the they're going to hit their deductible like real quick um <laughs> some of my other shows uh you know your fans may may enjoy uh cosplay stitch and scene that is a show that um, I am the everyman on. I don't do all the cosplay. I, I do some cosplay. But um, on there, I have uh, V-Fire and Panon, and they are world-class cosplayers. Panon has competed in Japan for the world title. Um, That's incredible. Right? What the hell? So, like, they'll, they'll start, like, talking about, like, inside techniques and whatnot. And I'm like, all right, all right. Let, let's, let's, okay, you said macrame. What, what the hell is macrame? Like, <laughs> hump, come back, come back. <laughs> Um, yes, like really so that's, that's my job is, uh, I'm the editor for, for that. And I just kind of like break it down of like, okay, but like, I get that, but I understood all those words separately. So can we help <laughs> me out here? Like, um, and, and the good burger. Moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then finally my last show that I, that I can shell right now is called dungeons and chill. And it's a real play D and D podcast with me and a bunch of friends where we're just playing D and D, um, it is all made up or homebrew, as the kids like to say. And I think that's the cool. Yeah. Word. And so like all of it's like stuff from my brain that I didn't steal from different pieces of other literature and <laughs> comics and anime. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, if you enjoy that kind of material, then uh, D&D is there, cosplay there and then comic books. And we do cover manga every every so often. We covered uh, Berserk not too long ago on Ooh. Comic Books Monthly. Well, that's well. That's going to be my uh, <laughs> in a little bit. Um, mainly because I, I I was never a big fan of Berserk. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- I mean, t- I know that it it came back. The manga returned recently. I think. I think the author came back and so with some new chapters. And I know it's ending, or the ending's within sight. Yeah. Um. So I was like, you know what? Maybe this might be the perfect time to actually jump in. Um. I, I just yeah, real quick. You know, obviously the comic book thing. I, I 
it's been a while since I've kept up with comic books. Um, probably maybe been a year. I think the last comic books I was really heavily into was was with um, was it twenty nineteen maybe when I think who was who's revived who's reviving the X Men verse? Was it um, uh, Jonathan Hickman? Hickman, that's yeah. right. And I was like, oh, this seems interesting because X Men were always my favorite mm-hmm. team in the comic book. So um, seeing them kind of brought, well, I guess not brought, I guess yeah, brought back with different teams with the um professor x being so weirdly sinister mm. and everything mm-hmm. uh I, I never saw the conclusion at which i i desperately need to because i loved uh how, how they were handling um uh, the fan took the uh oh my god what's what's fantastic four son's um, name uh, frank Nathan? frank no not Nathan. frank franklin richard yeah yeah i was loving how they were handling him and his mutant um allegiance or whatever uh and how the other heroes were like like guys you guys are being even for x-men you guys are being really creepy you know you got your own little world Mm now so um so definitely yeah i I, i'm always been a big comic book fan but i always it's always those dry spells where i just drop it for no good reason and i always feel super bad super bad it's you know like manga (laughs) reading it's very expensive as a hobby um and it's it's oh space God. consuming. Yeah. I had to make a bookshelf. I like with my hands, I made a bookshelf from scratch, no design, no blueprint to hold <laughs> my my comics and I still have them throughout the house. Like right now, below my desk is a is a short box of comics. In my closet behind me, there is another set of comics. Upstairs in my bedroom on my nightstand is another collection of comics that I have yet to actually finish reading. So it's yeah, it's overwhelming, especially when when they bit. do like a big crossover. At least like when you're reading One Piece, oh my even God. though there's going to be a thousand yeah. chapters, like you don't have to go and find, okay, but the crossover with Naruto, where the development <laughs> of Luffy, what happened. Imagine, yeah. imagine that though. Like, it, I've always wanted to, it, it, like, because I mean, there's always been a little bit of bleeding in with the industry, the manga. I've always wanted the comic book industry to take a little bit of mm-hmm. notes from the Japanese manga industry. Cause I feel like there's something to learn there. I mean, and also vice versa. Yeah. As yeah. Well. I mean, the manga industry isn't perfect as well. I think I, that's even flawed as well. And that's a whole nother episode <laughs> for another time. But <laughs> imagine if there were, cause Shonen Jump, uh, you know, the biggest, mm-hmm. uh, you know, most popular conglomerate of uh, titles. Um, it, it'd be crazy if you saw, you know, somebody from Undead Luck or Mashal, One Piece, uh, and just kind of hop in another manga. And you're like, yeah. what the, this is, is, or, you know, it's, you know, it would never happen because it's, it's just, it's not set up that way. But God, I would love, I would love if they did, even if it was for yeah. fun, you know, I think it would be fun. Could we see a JoJo show up in Dragon Ball Z. Like that would be, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Like, these are the things that we kind of <laughs> think about, you know, it's like, you know, what if Goku just went up to Jotaro and was like, you know, what would their first words exchange? Or what even words be exchanged? Yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goku's like, oh, you're approaching. Oh. <laughs> He'd probably be like all friendly and like, hey, you want some fucking ramen or something? So, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> Stan, is that food? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Man, that's... The things are in my head in our head oh, right yeah. now. I, I'm sure people are worried about us right now, but... So, yes. David, let's. Uh, I, 
I want to talk about a little about a show here that um, I think isn't talked about Agreed. enough. And and I don't know, like I said, I don't know too much about mm-hmm. the manga. Um, this is one of the few shows that I didn't actually jump into the manga. I've only know just about the anime. And people say it gets even crazier since that point. And that is Vinland Saga. And it's an anime from, I think, was it 2019, right? The summer? I think it was the summer. Was it a summer or fall? Uh, it was a summer anime. Original run, summer, summer anime. run started in July of 2019. You're absolutely right. Okay, perfect. Okay. I'm try- Look, it's... It, I, I'm sure... And your job is even harder because comics is even more convoluted with retcons mm-hmm. and... Um, well, just well, retcons in general will, <laughs> will mess, messes up a lot of shit. So, uh, so I, you know, it's trying to keep all this information on my head. It's it's hard for me, so I couldn't even deal with trying to do that with comic yeah. books. But uh, it was what ran for twenty four episodes, and I was able to watch good chunk mm-hmm. of them uh, over this past weekend. And I just wanted to ask you, what what drew you into Vinland Saga? Okay. So it's 2019. Uh, it's October 2019, right? And I'm yes. doing a local anime convention uh, here in Utah for Cosplay Sitchency. And they have the yeah. classic, like, green room set up where you can, like, sit down and you can watch, like, an episode of a show or something. <laughs> and it's just too many people. Like, even before the pandemic, I've never been a big fan of large groups of people. So I go... Into the you. dark room where they're where they've got like a list of anime that I've probably never seen or I'm I'm doing my best to try and get caught up on, and so they'll like play like the first two episodes, so like you've got an hour block of whatever, and I was like, Vinland Saga, whatever that is, like is that like Finland? Is it New Finland? Like what what is it? So I sit down and it's got it's got Vikings, it's got it's got Leif Erikson, it's got violence, it's got. Uh, compassion for your fellow man. There's there's a great line in the very first episode, where where the yes. father sits down to to uh, his son Thorfinn, and he's like, no no one is your enemy, no one no man can be your enemy, only a king says otherwise, and it's just like oh 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 damn oh yeah oh that hit yeah. hard yeah. <laughs> Because, like, it's dealing with uh, slavery, and this isn't even people of color in slavery. This is just mm-hmm. straight-up people being slaves. And yeah. they're like, well, hey, we don't, we don't want the slave owner of this man to be, uh, like, mad at us. We don't want him to be our enemy. It's like, no one's your enemy. You only believe that because that's what people in power tell you to believe. And I was just like, all right, I'm done. Like, I don't need to give it three episodes. I am here for the message of this show. <laughs> um, and, then I lo- I, and then I completely forgot about it. And I didn't watch it until this year yeah. or last year uh, during the height of the lockdown. And I'm sitting inside and it's like, I need something to watch. And I found the entirety of the series uh, on, I think it was Amazon. And I watched. Yeah, that's, that's where I watched it, actually. Yeah, I, did. I watched it on I Amazon. Wa- I watched all 24 episodes in like a week. Um, oh, and I, I, I just like, I was craving more. So I, I started finding the, the, the manga and I was, I was not disappointed at all. And I think and what you brought up in that first episode, it it did mm-hmm. hook me. I remember it hooking me. Um, even going back and rewatching some of those episodes, um, and we'll get into this later about the animation, but because Wit Studio, praise God to the, to Wit mm-hmm. Studio, um, you guys did it again. <laughs> you, you did you 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 did it again. You know, I thought, and 
to think that Attack on Titan, their first season, was their first yeah. official anime is wild to me. I didn't even know uh-huh. that. So that surprised me, and I was like, that's, you gotta be lying, right? There's no way. But, yeah, the, um, the lines in anime, especially the one that mm-hmm. you brought up, and because now you think when you said that, I was like, you know what? That really does kind of play into a lot of the later half of the season. I was just like, what? Oh my god! Oh my god, Thorfinn, you poor, yeah. you poor motherfucker. Because again, <laughs> he needs a therapist at least once a week. A therapist in a padded room, maybe with his hands oh. <laughs> tied, and I'm on the other yeah. side. And he can only hear yeah. my voice. It's gonna be okay, Thorfinn. It's, uh, gonna, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Is he feral? <laughs> just growls at me. Right? <laughs> uh. but, um, yeah, I was gonna say, and it's so impactful for a show that only has twenty four episodes. Mm-hmm. It's chock full of. It's it's. I mean, I'm trying to think of a few episodes that didn't really land with me, and I can maybe only think of maybe one or two, and that was early yeah. on. Um, but after maybe episode five or six, mm. I think, I think it was episode six was the turning point, the big turning point, um, for Thorfinn. And we kind of just see him, uh, you know, just not really willfully, but he just kind of, you know what, I guess I'm just going to roll with these yeah. dudes, uh, until I get uh, strong enough and I'm going to kick that dude's ass. So, so I guess I'm just, this is my in, life. In episode six, that's when like he is picked up by like the random villagers. Right. And yes. you have, yeah. you have this moment in your heart where like, maybe this is the, the time where he learns the lesson of his father, that there is no, there is no such thing as, as, as an enemy. He mm-hmm. gives up this plot of revenge to, uh, to, you know, find the person who kills his father and he's traveling with him. That's the crazy thing. He's traveling with the guy who's killed his father. Um, and he's rolling with him, like you said. Wild, wild. And it, it comes down to this decision of, like, does he stay with this family, or does he continue down this path of vengeance and hate and, like, allow himself to be destroyed by this one goal? Um, and, it, yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. Like, that would be the episode that would hook me so hardcore. And the thing is, like you just said, it, that one goal literally almost it, it destroys him. It just takes a, away at him, um, physically and mentally. Really, um, really physically, because like, how many times does this dude bat, try to battle mm-hmm. uh, with Ask? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is basically just Alexander. Like that's it's the Norse way you would say Alexander. Oh, okay. Well, look, you learn everything. You learn something every day here, Weaves. <laughs> Um, and actually, useful facts, not the facts I use. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really enjoyed Askeladd's character. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be my favorite. As I say that, like, eight characters kind of come to mind. I'm like, eh. But, I mean, maybe maybe I should ask mm-hmm. you. Give a little... Because who would who would you say was your favorite oh, character? Oh, Thorkel. Uh, the, the, the oafish... Mm. Um, the Ofish yeah. Norseman who's teaming up with the English and is just like, I just want to fight some people, man. Like, just like, he's, he's big himbo energy, right? Like, just. Oh my God. The, be- the best Nordic himbo you could find. Oh man. And like, when he f- comes up against Thorfinn and Thorfinn uses like oh his, God. his sneaky fast ability to get onto the bridge to fight Thorkill. He's like, all right, hell yeah, let's do this, man. And like, 
once <laughs> once he breaks Thorfinn's arm, he's like, ah, you know what? Stosh is not that fight anymore. You know. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm gonna Yeah, bounce. all right. You have know, fun, you guys. Fun. Bye. And like, he leaves the English <laughs> army just to kind of like piss off and do his own thing. How is that not like just like the most honorable and like fun-loving guy ever? And like Akio Atsuko does a great job of like giving him just this big like from your chest kind of speaking character. Love him so much. Great voice actor. Okay, yeah, that VA. Um, is yeah. I, I never. I'm glad you brought up the name because. That I love the sound of mm-hmm. Like he sounded impactful whenever he was on mm-hmm. screen. Um, it matched with his his build, the way he would just swing a log, a pointed log around. Uh, which I must say, it. I mean, do you really need an army if you can pick up <laughs> logs and <laughs> name ships? You know, I'm just saying. But Jesus right? Christ, like oh man, and this. They they show that the characters are eating food all the time, and it's one of those things like, yeah, no, that makes a hundred percent sense that this guy is just burning calories left and right, and he needs all the meat he can get. Feed this boy his, get this boy some milk. <laughs> he has to be like a, almost eighty, yeah. like it's because there were some tall guys in there, and they have to be six foot. So he had like he had inches, mm-hmm. he had feet over some of these over these grown yeah. men. So, and I was kind of, now that I think about it, it's, and we were kind of talking about how even you, when you watched it, when it was coming out, that you kind of just dropped yeah, it, right? Yeah. And I was trying to think what, what other shows came, you know, around that time. I remember some of the big, at least just mm. the big ones, Dr. Stone, the first season was premiered, mm-hmm. right? That, uh, was it uh, Fire Force? Did Overlord um, come out about the same those, time? I think Overlord came out that same year yeah. as well. Uh, kind of, uh, was it Lo- uh, Astro Lost in Space? Mm. Um, I know there was a few. I knew there had to be some other other ones. Uh, they just not on the tip of my tongue. Obviously, One Piece was still going. Bo- I think Boruto. No, was that that was like that was that Boruto same year? It might have been. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were some other big shows that came out that same mm-hmm. year. And it just, it did feel like it kind of got swallowed just a yeah. little bit. Um, which is kind of unfair because what moot now looking in 2021, um, people are, are kind of feverish for a, a, a second mm-hmm. season. And, and when after rewatching some episodes, I can't really blame yeah. them because I really want to know what crazy stuff is going to happen after that. Because, and people were saying, like, this is like, oh, this is just, oh, God, this is just set up. There's so much that happens more. Than this. I'm like, what could, what could be possibly worse for my boy yeah. Thorfinn? Like, what, what could possibly what happen? What blows my freaking mind about this, this happens both in, in the anime and in the manga. But after, like, 20 mm-hmm. issues and at the end of 24 episodes, um, they just say, that's the end of the prologue. That's the prologue. The what? entire first season is the prologue, my dude. That's it. Oh, my God. I, okay, <laughs> you know what, Wit Studio, you guys gonna please? Um, I knew I knew you listened to the show, yeah. obviously. But it, 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 come, on, just do it for us. Do it for at least for Dave, <laughs> please. You know, at least at, at least closure. <laughs> you know, look, it's we don't get a lot of good things mm. in life if you watch it. You know, we don't really have a great fate. <laughs> in life, you know, but uh, speaking of fate, watch fate as well. Um, uh, but. Wait, just do it, please. Or oh, you know what? Since Mappa wants to take every anime, 
just get Moppa sure. to do it. Yeah, you know? why not? Just, I mean, if they could do what they're doing. Attack, they're doing Attack and Titan right now. They're doing uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Are you watching? I'm not. Kaisen, I've I've heard a lot of good things about it lately. I think you'd like yeah. it to be honest. Right. I think you'd like it. Yeah. Are you are you kind of a? Did you like Bleach? Uh, I like the idea of Bleach. I I was watching it when it was coming out, <laughs> so I got stuck in a lot of those filler arcs, and I just I just lost interest. I couldn't I couldn't mm. go back, man. Mm. I couldn't. I I can't blame you. I, I can look. I'm one of those one of those, those uh, bleach, uh, you know, uh, sympathizers. Yeah. You know, I'm a, you know, I, I apologist. I'm sorry. That's probably the right word. I make a lot of excuses for bleach as well. I think it's the underrated one of the big three. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it, and the thing is, I think Jujutsu Kaisen does a lot of things like bleach. What bleach wanted to do just does it a little mm-hmm. bit better. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe maybe want to try that out. But uh, back to uh, Dead yeah, Man yeah, Saga. Yeah. I like how so I from what. I know my limbs are knowledge only. So these characters are based off of historical figures, yeah. right? Very, Loosely very, based, very right? apocryphal is the word that I believe is thrown around a lot. Oh, okay, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, um, because and I don't really know. I was because I was wondering, does like these historical figures and their real world, uh, I guess, want to call it adventures? Does it play into any? any of the mysticism in this show is like, is there anything parallel between the, the, the two entities or, um, so like one, we meet Leif Erikson and, uh, yes. in the very first episode, this isn't a major spoiler, but he's like, I, I found new, new Finland. Um, and we basically find out that he landed in Canada, um, modern day Canada. And it's just like, I found this place and I think it's heaven because everything was perfect. Um, <laughs> and we also get to meet the King and, and the king and the prince, and I can't remember their names off the top of my head. Oh my god, it was Prince Canute. Yes. I, I don't know how, is that uh, how you pronounce it? And then the king was Su- Swain? Swain? Yeah. Swain? That's probably Something what it is. Like that. right, it's yeah. weird when you take a Germanic name and then throw it in Japan and then have an English-speaking audience try and like pick up on it from there. I was going to say, what kind of blender of <laughs> you know, trying to pronounce it? Uh, but yeah, no, I'm sorry, I went into so, it. So, like, King Swain uh, and Prince Canute, they are notable histor- historical figures uh, where they were trying to take over England and trying to, like, take it from the people who were residing there, which were kind of descendants of the yeah. Roman Empire. Uh, so there is, like, flavoring or seasonings of, of historical fact. But no one okay. really talks about whether or not uh, Prince Canute was kind of a femboy, because that's because that's like the yeah. uh, essence that they're giving you of I'm, this character. Is like, yeah, he, I was gonna say. So I was, yeah, I was just gonna say, was that something of the of the real Canutes? Like, like what were they trying to say? About I, Prince I, Canute. I almost started saying, <laughs> you know. yeah. That's off the record production team. Yeah. Like... <laughs> um, so I think what it is is it's. Did you ever watch um, Black Sails? That was like the. So like yes. it was the prequel to Treasure Treasure Island, um, and we mm-hmm. got to see like Billy Bones become Billy Bones. I think this is the same. Yeah. We're gonna see Prince Canute become the tactical genius that we know we have known him as. Um, okay. I think because he's he's so withdrawn and he's so. Um, scared of everything i think what's happening and by the end of the first season again spoilers we get to see him start to like speak for himself once he has seen death happen to the people closest to him um where he's 
going to become this badass by the end of probably the next season, in, in, in my opinion. I hope so. I really hope so. Because, and I'm glad you brought up Canute because he is one of my, probably right behind Askeladd because as one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters, I just love seeing his rise um, and his transformation. And it's, it's weird because he transformed it within like, what, three episodes maybe? Like, it wasn't a drawn, I mean, it felt like it was pretty well yeah. developed. Um, and the fact that it only happened like in a, just a few episodes was actually a testament to uh, the series itself, uh, the production team, and what's studio for for putting that together. Because I was like, okay, you're kind of a badass, <laughs> and um, you didn't even flinch to uh, to the to the himbo himself or yeah. almost punch. So <laughs> like, I, that was. I think what nice. it comes down to as well is that like. It's great build up to it because we can see that Askeladd is pushing him the entire time. You know, he's yeah. like, "You're you're in my mm-hmm. charge. You know, your king has hired me to protect you. I'm just a mercenary, um, and I and I secretly hate you, but I want you to become better than what you are right now, right?" And so we yes. see the prodding, we see the uh, tears in the fabric, if you will. So we can see slightly what could be on the other side, and then when we have that three episode turnover with Canute and it's it's not jarring. It doesn't feel like it's out of left field. Um, yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. And I love the switch, because I guess it was when uh, Escalad just straight up set up a little trap for Lord... Um, I, I don't want to call him his retainer. I guess it was kind of like his advisor. Right yeah, his right yeah. hand, yeah. Um, I know it starts with an R. I'm not going to even try to butcher it, um, but yeah, him his his mm-hmm. killing. I was it just felt in that scene when Canute kind of like in that dreamscape, uh, and he's kind of like talking mm-hmm. to him, and I was like that. It was honestly top three favorite moments. Uh, just the way it was animated, um, it just it, it touched. It, it kind of touched me a little bit because I was like, I, I've only known these characters for like two yeah. episodes, and I was like, this is this is a little heart wrenching more than it really should be. Yeah, right no, I get you, and like that's that's the the powerfulness of this writing is that you get to see these characters, um, and they're not they're not so easily stereotyped in the sense of like, all right, so this is the drunk guy, this is the violent one, and this is this is the one who wants to sleep with all the women, you know it. Exactly. They're, right. they're in-depth characters that you connect to. Um, uh, you get to meet Thor, the father figure uh, from the first few episodes, and again, spoilers, he, f- he fucking eats it. Like, he he eats yeah. it in the first <laughs> first five minutes of the third episode or so. I'm pretty sure, yeah. It's and, pretty early. <laughs> like, you are so underprepared for the connection that you had with these characters. Um it feels I, I want I want to make a comparison to Game of Thrones where it has like so many characters to keep track of, but this does such a great job of introducing these characters over time. Where Thorkill, he's he's an enemy and he's so visually iconic, it's it's easy to point him out, um, especially because it's all just blonde hair, blue eyed white guys, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But in the end, you you're like, oh, that's that's Thorkill. I recognize Thorkill at this point, um, <laughs> and I and I, I I'm here for Thorkill. <laughs> Oh, and trust me, so am I. And the Game of Thrones kind of comparison really does mm-hmm. kind of work now that I'm thinking about it. Um, and I think it, it kind of highlights the things that 
why people liked Game of Thrones because people's morality they were they were all shades mm-hmm. of gray and it wasn't really black and white. Um, it really makes sense in the sense of Vikings because you know their their allegiance is to you know to anyone unless they had a unless you know under a king or something so so but like it's there's really no good or mm-hmm. bad. Um, just good or is like whichever you want in that yeah. moment. Um, sp- which brings up, uh, I'll share one of my f- favorite. Ep- I think it's my favorite episode of th- mm-hmm. of the show, and it's the one where. So I think they just. I think it's Askeladd and his crew. I think they just hit the blizzard, mm-hmm. right? And I think they're getting ready to. I think the the um, uh, Canute's right hand was like, "Oh, we should turn back." Askeladd's like, "No, it's all right. It's all right. We it's what we do best. We we <laughs> we yeah. pillage." So they're going right into that village, right? And and all, I'm like, "Oh, great!" And then when I see it shift to this family, you know, just, just <sighs> chilling, you know, talking about Christianity, <laughs> eating, you know, I was like, "Please, oh God, please!" And it's it. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up? Hey, you reached the end of part one of my awesome uh, conversation with David Jeffers. Um, what was what, you want to hear more about my favorite episode of the of Inland Saga? Do you want to hear how me and uh, David would fix the MCU? Do you just want to talk or do you want to hear more about how we talk about Disney, Deadpool and Fox and other comic book related stuff? Well, that there's all that and even more in the next part of our conversation, which you can get which will be coming next Friday. Have a good weekend. And we're out 3000. Bye-bye.